Hello and welcome to Wolf's Fancast. This isn't the second time round for this. It's Andy Gillard here. I'm sat here with Stu. You know, <laughs> you're just going to get it out of the room. This has happened because me and Gully are together. <laughs> it was never meant to be, was it? <laughs> just never. And we'll make it work, Stu. I will promise you, by the end time I leave this house, <laughs> we will have a podcast. If we leave this house alive. <laughs> <laughs> that was also Gully there. And we're also sat with little Dan. Hello. Is it working this time, Dan? <laughs> the lights are flashing, but nobody's home. That is a very good sign. What about the mic? <laughs> <laughs> right, this week we have a little bit to chat about. We've got Watford, Besiktas, Man City. Got a little bit of news and we're going to start with a little bit of admin. Uh, our very own Roy Hoops is running the Birmingham Half Marathon uh, on the 13th of October. <clears throat> so just under two weeks away. Um, he's actually running it in a full Albion kit as well. Uh, he's doing it for a very good cause for a, a, a little boy who hasn't been very well. Um, and he's, Hoops is halfway to his target to £500. So if you'd like to know more and hopefully donate, if you could just go to Ryan's uh, Twitter page, you'll have all the information there. His Twitter is at RoyHoops83. So if you'd like to go there for a bit more information. On to the news, we'll do a quick League Cup roundup. Obviously, we, we won last week, so we're in the pot for the next round. And we've got the mighty Aston Villa. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? How are we feeling about that, gents? I was absolutely gutted. <laughs> I, thought it's, I mean, I hate local derbies anyway. It's just a fact that they're horrible, they're nasty. It's just a hiding to nothing, even though we are better than them. And I thought, well, it's their, their place. So they're gonna be, everyone's going to be up for it. With the games that we've got, we're not going to put a strong side out. I thought, oh, dear God. And then it came out that it's only 10 quid. I thought, yes. 10 quid. Gully, what, what do you reckon to that? Um, well, it's it's good value, of course. <laughs> but, you know, the Carabao Cup was in a nutshell last week with the injuries that we suffered. I, I just don't think anybody needed that game, especially us. Um, no, and in, to come away with two, two of our bright prospects coming out with yeah, injuries. Yeah, you know, seriously, seriously bad injury for Shabani as well, which is really, really sad. But... Yeah, it, it gets a pretty average side in Reading, you have to say. Just, you know, I, I, I really didn't pay that much attention to the game, I've got to be honest. But, <laughs> um, you know, we're into the next round. We're going to end up playing a weak inside again. Whether Villa do, you know, though they do the whole, you know, it's their cup final, they turn up on the day, as they did at, at Villa Park uh, a couple of seasons ago and uh, um, beat us. But, you know, we could, we'll be there. We'll see what happens. Dan, are we going to win the cup? My mindset is, forget the Europa. <laughs> Start sending the kids away to like Braga and all that. Focus on winning the League Cup. Get let's get a trophy under the Nuno era. Start building on that success, and then we'll, we can focus on getting in the Champions League next season. Other than the Asia Trophy, it's I in think the cabinet. Sunday team could have won the Asia it's Trophy. It's in the cabinet. <laughs> You know what, though? Um, apparently, there's a new competition coming about, <laughs> which the Carabao Cup winners will be a part of. Oh, is this future. the second Europa The Europa League Conference Cup. League, is it? <laughs> I don't think it's next season. Um, so maybe, if, cause this is obviously another route into Europe, failing, uh, you know, mm. finishing the top seven. Um, so maybe it is worth, uh, you know, throwing all these eggs in the Carabao basket. They could have thought of a better name. 
the word just conference just makes it safe. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, from the start. Doesn't it doesn't it? mean that much to anyone else in Europe, but in this country, obviously, the word conference is makes just... you think of Kidderminster, doesn't it? Exactly, yeah. Agbra. Yeah. <laughs> that game was off last night as well with the rain, was it? Oh, it's hot. It was awful yesterday. Mm. It was awful. So there's a bit of redevelopment news today. Talk about removing the subway. <laughs> what, what do we make to that, gents? I couldn't In, care less. Insert joke about <laughs> Don't me. Don't make what the I've seen so many on, on Twitter today, and it's just like it weren't even funny from the start. I've just got no time for Especially when you spell Marin- Mariana on Twitter. <laughs> Rich. <laughs> Rich. Yeah. It's. Yeah, I really don't know what to make. It'd be strange. Like, because it's just that we've I, I think everybody walked. Do you guys all walk through there? Yeah. On, yeah. On match no. Yeah. You don't? I've, I've never, ever walked through there to a match. In my really? Life. Yeah, because I always come from the other side. So okay. I, I used to drink in, down in Whitmarine's way. Yeah, yeah. And now, obviously, Emerald Club and stuff. So I always come from the other way. I've gone into town afterwards, but I've never walked through the subway. And, and you think, well, a lot of people who, who do that side of town, who come from that side, don't do this way either. True. Most people want to avoid it if they can. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah, and it, it's it's bad 1950s, 60s planning to, just to put a subway there because they needed a road. Yeah. And you think, well, it, it's not it's history because it's necessary. Yeah, and if, mm-hmm. if you can get rid of it, well, it makes more sense to put a bridge there as well, so you can still walk through it if you want. But what are they going to do if they're not they're not going to lower the road because it will cost too much money? So they're going to just brick it up. Basically, yeah, <laughs> that that seems to be the way forward. They're going to have to shift the scratchings, man, as well, now, aren't they? Oh. Yeah. Mr. T. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's far too much upheaval. Leave it. That's a Leave good it point. It them program sellers are just a danger. When you come down them stairs, you've got program sellers evil side. It just it, it really gets my back up. Does it? Yeah. They just just fuck them off. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem until after the game. I don't. Well, nah, because it's not that busy on the way in. I don't think. Oh yeah, but I usually get to the ground about five to three. <sighs> When you when well, you got you your go. half and half scar, well, that's totally yeah, your yeah. you know on you. Then Dan, there's I'm just, sorry. There's just no need. Who buys a program nowadays apart from people like Stu? <laughs> I've actually I've, this season I haven't got. I've got the first the first one against Crusaders because it was the first one, and I got the 130 year model new one. That's it. I haven't got any more. Is there has there been anything within a program that you didn't already know or thought? Oh, that's that's interesting. No, I've got I've got ten years worth of programs in the loft. That's the. Just still, still have a player poster in the middle pay, pages. Yeah. Well, I don't know this season because but last season they're all in his room up there, they're all the way around his bedroom. And he's got player posters, and when he doesn't want them anymore, they're going to be in here. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was the last time I would have collected any programs. Would have been when I was, how old your son now, Shu? Eight. So yeah, well maybe a little bit older, but. But yeah, my, I never used to. The ones I used to have was one, the ones in the paper because they were big and glossy. Yeah, the Express yeah. The Star ones. They were bigger than the program ones. So um, it is interesting looking back at them, though. If you ever go back in the attic to do whatever, you know, to do whatever, whatever. Let's not let's not let's not delve yeah. into that. Um, <laughs> but you know, seeing like weird names like Robert Neistroy on the back mm. of the program, it's quite you know reminds you where you're Andy from. Andy Dubon. I just think yeah. when you was Andy <laughs> Dubon, yeah. Pontins is, is, reserve kid for Wolves in the 90s. <laughs> Pontins. Yeah, he was like backup to Paul Jones. <laughs> oh, how did he miss that? Sorry. <laughs> we're, we're watching Tottenham versus Bayern whilst we record this tonight and various other on the goal matches show. on the goal show. Oh, he's onside as well. 
Anyway. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. I used to find the programs quite nice when he was a kid, just like ticking the players that actually played on the back of the program. Well, where did you get the pen from, though? Did you take it with you? Yeah. You, you used to do that? Yeah. See, and you said that's, 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 that's like quite a nerdy thing to do. It's a weapon as well, and if, if you just kick off. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> as it was likely to do in those days. In, in know, the family was, enclosure. Between 8 and 12, I was all up for the knock there. Surprised <laughs> you don't want to keep <laughs> the subway, then, if you got that a- a- attitude. I just think <laughs> the subway... It's a nice thing to have, but as far as I'm concerned, just you can knock it down tomorrow as long as it doesn't affect my route into the ground. Just well, you'd be playing chicken over the ring road, otherwise. That's fine. That's the thing. It, it, during the works, that's whatever they're going to do to me. It's going to be even more worse. It's going to be an absolute nightmare. And you know they're not going to get it done because it, it's took a year to put the metro down one street. Yeah, like, I'm taking subway away. Yeah, so I, I'm going. If they'd actually come out and just said, oh, that this is the plans, not some scouser who's moaning because he was scared as a 14-year-old, which is what the story's all about, then you think, okay, fair enough, we've got plans, yeah, we can agree. But just to say, oh, no, we're getting rid of the subway, it's a bit stupid, really. Is he a politician, that scouser? No, he's head of the council. Uh, being an ex-council employee, right? Um, I feel slightly defensive about this, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lame still part of the him. union. Still, yeah, I know, I know, mm-hmm. I know. Why have we got Sky at the head of our council anyway? It's worrying, isn't it? I don't know. I think it's head calmer of the council, for us. <laughs> captain of the team. <laughs> basically, like taking the, over. Wolverhampton It's calmer for us hating them. Oh, no, we can't say that. Can we say? Sorry, Dave. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> right, so on to footballing matters then. On Saturday, 3 o'clock, which was always nice to have a 3 o'clock on a Saturday, Wolves finally got that W. Finally got the monkey off the back and got the win in the bag. Gents, how are we feeling about that? Happy to uh, finally get three points on the board? A full three points on the board, should I say? <laughs> Is the, you do worry about it. I think it was a genuine relief to have it just out the way now. Because the longer it goes on, the more Nuno ends up tinkering with the team and doing making stupid decisions just to try and get the win. Um, and it ended up being quite comfortable in the end. So, yeah, it's, mm. it's you know move on from it now I think it's more that not from us it's from everyone else the whole media thing oh no wolves winless wolves and all that nonsense and it does it it's more it gets to everyone else rather than the players and it'll filter down that way but at the same time the longer you go without that victory the more and more important it's Stu's right in the sense that it doesn't really matter if if it affects the fans it's when it starts affecting the players Mm. that you're in trouble and we're notoriously a nervous group um, when it comes to certain situations you can you could tell I think in the Braga game you know the second half that things weren't going quite well for us the crowd was getting a bit edgy mm. that was that was always going to be likely to happen if this weekend didn't go as smoothly as it did it was a, the Braga game especially I know in the, the, the chat it became quite tetchy didn't it yeah. once we'd lost because in retrospect, we probably didn't play that badly, but to have come away with that one nil loss, it, it did feel like the world was going to end almost. It was, I think it was mainly because that made us have cardboard boards around the pitch, making taking us back <laughs> to the nineties and making us suffer again. <laughs> made us feel like we were playing under Graham Turner again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was the fact that they were just it was hard hardboard on the back of crates in between the LED boards. <laughs> I was quite grateful for the. Know, reduced flashing lights in the background <laughs> to be honest it's, it plays really wreaks havoc with your eyes sometimes the worst is when they have the the, the board with the dog running across because yeah, yeah, it yeah. always distracts you but conversely 
I don't think we played that well this weekend, but we still got a good result. <laughs> but that, that was all that mattered, yeah. I think, at the moment. I was going to come to that because we only had sixty percent. Uh, sorry, we only had forty percent to Watford's sixty percent possession. So is, is that still a worry, Dan? No. What do you think? I don't care for possession whatsoever. With the way that we're set up, we're not. Apart from when we did the championship, we're not set up to have a high volume of possession. We're just there to nullify the opponent and hit and counter when we have that opportunity. It's all about waiting for them to, to make a mistake and then using our pace on the counter. That's how we're always set up. We're, was, not, we're not set up to dominate teams in possession in my eyes. There was a guy on WN tonight who, who found himself yeah, again, Wolves against Watford because he was the guy who said, oh, him, yeah. we should sack off the Europa League and all this stuff. And he, he said, well, it's clearly affecting them. We, we, you look at the stats from that game and you think, yeah, you clearly didn't go there because Watford didn't do anything. They, they might have had the ball, but they didn't do anything with it. I was it. shocked to see they had 14 shots or yeah, something. I know. Yeah, I know. And I can't remember that many saves. Apparently they had five on target. Yeah. The only one was the, the header where he fumbled, which he should have caught anyway. He Welbeck had a the, chance. Yeah, Welbeck had a shot on that. That's all I really remember. There was one right down his throat as well. but the, He was never really yeah, tested, yeah. was he? They came in blocks. Yeah. And blocks has shots on target. That's right. what it must, it mm. must be that because you look at them and you think you're bottom of the league for a reason because you're shit. And... Whereas we just it was a it was a stroll in the end. It really struck me the moment that you know Bolly played the ball into Jimenez in behind and he smashed it into the side net in. That was really early in the game, and for a team who just got slapped eight nil, for that to happen within a few minutes, you think, well, hang on a sec. I thought you you, you think that shut up shop basically yeah. because I, I going into the game I thought this was the worst time to actually play Watford because they were going to be um, obdurate and really stubborn. Ooh. But, um, a good word. You do realise. I'll send you the definition. Stu <laughs> is currently drinking a can of Saint Etienne, and you're using words like obdurate, obdurate, obdurate. I'll tone it down. It's very, very true though, because when we fucking played, hard to beat. <laughs> <laughs> when we played Birmingham after they got spanked eight, it was a nil-nil draw, yeah. and they came just to not get beat. And that's what a lot of us thought Watford were going to do was just come here for hopefully a clean sheet and very early on as you say we got a couple of chances straight away well then you know played into our hands a little bit I think they allowed us I think what we have done in the last couple of weeks is come out a bit stronger in the first half of games at the at the start of the season we were very tentative um, if you go back to the games uh, against Man United at home especially really didn't um, come out with any intent whatsoever and we allowed Man United to get on top of us but with you know Neto thought had a really good game really you know driving at the defence in the way Jota might do as uh, you know when he's when he's playing mm. you know really kind of you know going at them and setting his stall out quite early so uh, I think um, you know we, we've made a step change which which we needed to do I thought Neto and Traore I thought that both of them actually put the fear of God into Watford you look at it and Jimenez really didn't apart from the one into the side he really didn't have that much to do really and impose himself but you look at the going back to 3-4-3 uh, three, three again and you think oh, we abandoned it last season because we were too open but if some somehow it, it seems to have clicked again it's, it's all a bit, it's all very strange and you look at last season where we were, we were taking we were kicking off games and we were going at teams and it's like a complete role reversal this season and you think well there was obviously a reason why we were successful playing the way we were and so you're changing that to be 
maybe it's so I, I said to mum when she was getting all tetchy at 1-0 and I said we're clearly playing within ourselves here to conserve energy for Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday again and as soon as we said that we got went to got the second and then it was completely game over but I think there is something in playing within ourselves but there is because I think some of our best results came if you look at say FA Cup against United um, mm-hmm. second half we absolutely ran all over them but because we hadn't necessarily done it in the first half we'd kind of you know sat back wait, bided our time a little bit and then really really come out second half to I do think that was a deliberate ploy yeah. to do that it's, it's just not it's just not work this, this time around yeah. it's just not you know, again, teams have figured us out a little bit. They're paying us a bit more respect than they would have done previously. They're pressing us higher, stopping us, you know, getting uh, comfortable into games. Who knew Raji Van Lepara was at Red Star Belgrade? <laughs> yeah, mm. mentioned the other week. He wears like something like 90 number ninety-one. Eight, some, ninety-one is he? Bloody hell! He's just an idiot. <laughs> yeah, we, that really stopped me on my tracks. That <laughs> did. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the, um, look, the, the perfect example of that was Spurs away last season when Cody came out after and he said, "Yeah, we always had a game plan. We were always going to contain in the first half and then hit him in the second half." And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And they couldn't live with us. And going back to that kind of style of play, but taking up a level and not pissing about at the back which is what's been our downfall this season you can see I mean I, I know we'll go on to it after but I'm quite positive for Thursday I feel good about it what do we make of the new-ish looking back three with Bolly on the right and Sice on the left I wish we could have three Willy Bollies <laughs> 11 <laughs> yeah. he's just brilliant yeah. I, I, I'm, no, I'm really uh, against Scary Breen that is you, I'm, really I'm really against Wolves fans putting too much praise about Willy Bolly on social media because I feel like someone big's going to come in for him this summer because he is literally too good for us. I think now he is, he is. He's the perfect money ball player. Having just watched this film, <laughs> if you look at his actual stats and his output, he's phenomenal, and yeah. he just doesn't get the recognition. He he would probably go relatively cheap compared to someone like Harry Maguire. So he would be the perfect player. Oh well, yeah, for the yeah. yeah there's, no, there's no way he that someone would come and spend eighty million on no. him. I don't think. Maybe get thirty-five, forty for him. But his output is as good as Maguire's. I do. Uh, going back to the way he's been playing this season, though, I think you look at the goal we conceded against Palace. I don't know whether it was because I do think there is a lot in him switching sides, having a slightly different angle to to play from, and having a slightly different view of the pitch. Him playing from the left side, I think he's a lot better on the ball. Mm-hmm. He, he steps out because he's a lot he's, more yeah, confident and composed. Yeah, and I just think he's much, much more comfortable that early of the pitch, and he can play off onto his left foot. Whereas from the right, he's not going to come onto his left foot because it's just yeah. not. It's you coming in field. It's, mm. it's just quite an unnatural thing to do. Um, and you know, I'll, again, going back to that mistake, I don't think he, he, he was very good um, for that goal specifically against Palace, um, but. Watford again we're so toothless that I don't think there was really too much to worry about no I think the thing with him no. being on the on the right it solves the other problem where the other well you think it's Sace and Kilman neither of them can really play on the right no, at all they can't and having them playing very very well on the left hand side in both games in Reading as well with Kilman I thought he was superb um, but Bolly being so it's seven out of ten rather than eight on the right. It's a it's a fair trade off for me. 
I think it's working perfectly. It's but yeah, if you see Sace, you know, thriving in that position as well, and he was he, he played well, yeah. he played well again. So well, it's, it's, he he ain't played there for Morocco for no reason, has he? Yeah, of course, for so many years. So if you play him in his natural position and Bolly, who is right foot, he can play on that side anyway. I think Sace is potentially a better passer as well. Yeah, sure, short passes anyway, not not long balls because we know what happens there. <laughs> and he amazingly didn't get booked either. So he, he, oh, he, try, he tried his hardest. He hacked him down. I was seething with him. We've done that one challenge in the first half under no duress whatsoever. He's going nowhere. Just sived. I don't know what play it was. He, he, he upsets me, Sace does. I'm sorry. He's is midfielder. He, is he now suspended for City? No. He, no? No, because he, he had the Reading Cup game suspended. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah, because I thought the same. Because I thought Fair. you were suspended for the competition you were sent off in. Yeah. Right. Okay. But I thought we'd been blessed right. when he got sent off at Crystal Palace. Yeah. Because I just <laughs> think he's a, he's a midfielder. He ain't a centre-back. No, no. I think, I think he's all right. He I, can I, do I, a job I think, there. I think you need Sace in the team just because of his personality as well. He's a, he's a he's a bit of a you know shit bag. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a shit house. He's yeah. a shit house, and you need that. Yeah, sometimes. I haven't saw that positive side of him yet. I, I just think he's a liability and well, more of a shit house. I, I always we, go back to the games like um, Middlesbrough away. Yeah, he was super. Yeah, um, Bristol City away when we were down to ten men, um, mm. winning the free kick in the corner that Douglas then put in for Bennett to score off. He, there's there's loads of moments throughout his career at Wolves where you know look at last season. You could have written him off as a, you know a starter. Mm. Um, because we had Matinho come in, then Donkers come in as well. You, you, you know, he was never going to be first choice centre off, especially after the pre-season he had. So he, he, I think Nuno always finds a, a use for him because he, he sees his. He knows what he gets out of him, Absolutely, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. And that, well, he's won me. He won me fifty quid in two games as well, being booked. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had the same. I had say say any card and over ten corners. He should never. That should never be good odds. I don't think. No. <laughs> Thirty-five quid back from four on with the first one, and then he was twenty-four the week after. Wow, incredible! But I think the bookie, the bookies wised up within a week. Yeah. <laughs> Another player I thought had quite a good game on Saturday was Doherty. Yeah. I think he looked a bit more like the the Matt Doherty that we we've sort of grown to love over the last few years. He's just getting fitter and sharper, isn't he? Yeah. And getting the, a weird partnership with Troy as well on that right hand. It, it was almost like the uh, Muscat Baisley days all over again. <laughs> Get that far. It was the right. It was the right back with Sean Newton. What was it? Early. For a bit, wasn't it? No, Irwin. I think it was Irwin. At one stage, wasn't it? Season we got promoted it would have been Irwin. Yeah, yeah, Irwin. Before that, was Muscat. Muscat because no, Muscat got, um, got sent off against Grimsby in that yeah, game. Remember, yeah, yeah. so he must have been the right back for that season. I just thought, uh, yeah, he would have been, yeah. yeah. I just think Neville and Beckham. <laughs> the ran a better, the ran a better winger fullback combination in my eyes. Everyone talks about like Carlos and Cafu being good fullbacks, but there was just good attacking, and because there was that good going forward, they never got tested. Do you remember that yeah. kick Carlos did the one year against Denmark in the World Cup, and he completely air kicks in the went and scored. Yeah, there was just. There was a calamitous at the back because it was that good at forward. Going forward, people didn't want to attack them. Yeah, that they were basically attacking midfielders who played yeah. at fullback, but they were great for it. So, yeah, I've made my opinions pretty clear on Adama Traore this season that I'm not a fan. But he actually put in one good cross on Saturday, the one towards Johnny towards in the yeah, second half. Yeah, I yeah. I thought that was a brilliant cross. It actually showed vision for once. And the through ball as well for um, Raul winning at the side netting. It was superb. Now that was Bolly. 
Was that probably the, I know there was there was one where he There's put one, it where I think before Doherty crosses for the own goal, Triore puts him in there. Yeah, no, there was well, there was one in the first half as yeah. well. And it, it, you look at it. Triore put Neto through, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, one. That's, that's the one it, I was thinking yeah. of. Oh, okay. But yeah, I thought he was he was considering he couldn't play in that role last season at all when we started the season playing three four three. And yet he was injured with his shoulder and everything. But he was he was a complete joke last season, and now. There were signs there. I mean, there were, some of the balls he put over was super, like you said. He he was great in patches, and he's getting. I better. think what ha- what helped Traore this time was the fact that he wasn't trying to occupy the same space as Doherty. Yeah. Doherty was quite happy cutting inside, so rather than overlapping him on the outside, he was coming in and offering him something else. To the point where he then is, you know, by rights, Traore should have been where Doherty was to score the goal, in theory, yeah. because he's the most advanced player. Yeah. But that's obviously the ploy because Doherty's so good yeah. at that. You know, he was getting in the back post all season last year. Um, Nuno, obviously, I think Troyer obviously will occupy a defender on his own because they don't want to stand off him because mm. they'll get beaten. So he'll drag a player out with him, creating that space in between the centre half and the full back for Doherty to then come in. Goes in totally unmarked, unmarked. He's got a simple finish there. So effectively, we're playing with inverted wing backs rather than inside forwards. <laughs> yeah, on yeah. that, on that one side, yeah, definitely. Well, I even think um, Johnny offered a similar outlet for. Um, they worked really well for, together for as well. They did. I think. I think, really yeah. impressive. Yeah. Um, the it's, combination it's for the goal was stunning. Yeah, it's odd to actually have two forward players playing on their natural sides. It's not a normal thing in modern day football where no. a right footer is on the right and a left footer is on the left. And we obviously went with that formation on Saturday. And it worked. Mm. Yeah, I was put across him for the goal. As you say, Troyore's had a few moments on the right hand side. I think the other thing I noticed about Troyore is he's realised because you get these defenders like kind of contorting themselves to prevent <laughs> prevent him going down the outside. You know, you see they, they make these really odd body shapes, so they want him to, as they want him to go inside. He's now realised I don't actually have to beat you. I've got a yard to put across in, so I'm going to put across in, like. The goal against uh, Palace when yeah. you know Van Arnholt is just standing off him. He doesn't want to go near him because he knows he might get skipped. So Trevor thinks, well, okay, I'm just going to put a good ball in here, and he did. It was a really good mm. cross that Joel Ward couldn't deal with, and then he did um, the same, like you said, uh, for Johnny at the back post. I think fullbacks are sort of waiting for him to try and take him on, like the the millennium to get a cross in a lot exactly. of the time. Now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if well, Troy always cl- get his head up and actually look for a player. Yeah. I mean that one where he got to the the boy line and literally whooped it across the box. First the half, wasn't it? Yeah, killed him. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a much easier cross to put in as well. I yeah. thought he just had to smash it low. Well, I didn't realise then until the um, until the highlights that that went straight through Foster's hands. Yeah, yeah he actually tipped it. He made yeah. it because when you see it in natural play, it looks awful. But it was far too high for any of our strikers yeah. to get onto in the yeah. end of it anyway. But it was like one of the natural reactions. I mean, the, the day that Foster had, I mean, you wouldn't have, wouldn't have put it past him if he'd, if he'd knocked it into his own net. Yeah. Speaking of Ben Foster, <laughs> <laughs> did we enjoy, all enjoy his antics when he came out, playing up to the crowd like an absolute prick? He was doing it at the end, was he? No, he, was he was not. Wasn't. That's the the game you play when when you want to do things like that. Yeah, you, you're asking you're asking to be mugged off. I've done, I've, done, I've done it before in a Sunday league game against my old team. I had a t-shirt underneath <laughs> my shirt ready to celebrate. We lost three-two, and you, you've you've got to allow yourself the the guts and the glory of it. But 
he had to keep a clean sheet in the second half as soon as yeah. he came out and gave it that you call him meal wanker to the uh, yeah. South Bank yet. Yeah. We've, we've still got one of the more biggest annoyances still. Why, do, why are we still calling keepers a fat bastard when <laughs> nine times in the time they ain't a fat bastard? Can't we go back to the but, normal, ah, your shit, ah. Everyone does that, though. No, no one else is fat bastard anyway. Because they're not. They're all lean as anything. Who was the last fat keeper you can remember at the moment? Kevin Pressman. No, there was one There was one after Pressman. He, he was... Brian um, Jensen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Burnley keeper. Yeah. And yet he had the reflexes of a cat. He was a big lad. Yeah, but you, go, you are going back nearly 20 years. <laughs> no, that was when... Um, <laughs> no, no, what's it? Kevin Dolan, Millia scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That would have been that Burnley, season. After, yeah. It was after the Man United yeah. ten changes game. That was yeah. And of course, the other thing with uh, all, all this mouthing off is uh, Watford's Twitter admin. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the tweet pre-match? They just <laughs> about Dilafeo. <laughs> he got dragged, he dragged at half time, and he, yeah, he puts in an absolute stinker of performance. You can see why the Watford fans haven't really taken to him. Yeah, well, he's. He, he performs when he wants to, and we got hit when he wanted to. That once the game wasn't. Yeah. It's like um, the game wasn't on telly, was it? It's like Musa Sissoko at Newcastle. Every time he played mm. well, it was a televised game. Yeah, is that um, Norwich? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Norwich yeah, yeah, well, yeah, as well. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, but I think all in all, that game Saturday was as comfortable as it could possibly mm. have been. I think we we took our foot off the gas second half to make sure that we didn't give anything away. But we could have gone up a few gears. Yeah. Definitely. Did anyone else stand out for anybody? I thought Neto and Troy Ray were as good an outlet as Macro. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I just think they, they were always there to cause a threat. I don't think I've ever been to a Macro. Oh, I just remember going out as a, like a, an early teenager and just remembering that day was the first place that I'd ever remember selling trampolines. And I thought, wow. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get a card though? Mum... My mate's dad had one. Yeah, you had to you had to know someone in the trade. Yeah, but there was any trade possible. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was an antique dealer. So I, but I don't know where we managed to get a macro card. But I just remember thinking, "Wow, this is a magical place, like a, a really sexy Argos." <laughs> <laughs> it was like what mapping was for electronics for just everything else. Yeah. 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 So I thought them two were good. Johnny was solid again. He's, Best performance of the season for he's, me. For he's Johnny. fast becoming the Spanish Kevin Fowley for me. Yeah. Where he's just <laughs> constantly a seven or eight. Seven, seven, eight, yeah. 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 Or he could do with a goal. He's only got one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a nice little touch for him so into, into Neto for the goal, though, I think. Yeah. Yes, it was. You keep yeah. bringing up the Neto and um, Johnny Combination, but that pass from Matinho was. Yeah. The one out wide to, to uh, Johnny. To Neto. I no, was, I think it was out oh, to yeah, Johnny, Johnny and then the internet yeah, and then I, it I don't crossed know if you it, read, yeah. there was a report in the Express and Star where they were discuss, discussing some of the stats and they were talking about how Decore had almost double the touches of Matinho. But when you look at what Decore did with the ball compared to what Matinho did with the ball, it was worlds apart. Yeah. And we are lucky to have we're just, Joe Matinho. You're just expecting there as well. He's just, he's, just, he's, just fl- he's just walking on air every, everywhere yeah. he goes. Do you know what I remember about last week uh, against Palace though? Um, obviously, Sace got sent off for two fouls, two yellows. Matinho was kicking the shit out of every Crystal Palace <laughs> midfielder and then did not get face. booked <laughs> did not get booked and you just think this guy is he's just clever yeah. it's because he's, he's beautiful yeah. if, he, if you follow someone and he smiles at you yeah. you're just going to say oh it's okay carry on one he hasn't got like um, an aggressive reputation yeah 
Two is very handsome. Yeah. He's cute, so he's <laughs> like, like when I used to do fouls at Sunday League because I'm small. The ref just thinks, oh, it kind of hurt him much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll let him off, and then four fouls. I only ever got booked three times in Sunday League: one for dissent, one for entering the pitch after I'd been subbed, celebrating a goal, and three for diving. <laughs> you dived? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've won a penalty for diving, and I've been booked for diving. Damn. Do you remember the Robert Pires when you leave your leg out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie Vardy's a special, that, isn't it? You've got to play the game. <laughs> bend the rules. <laughs> it's like the Matrix. <laughs> got to bend the rules. Anyone else you want to mention? <laughs> I think we've covered most, really, haven't we? Who's uh, your man of the match? Stu? <laughs> I would have probably got Winetto because I was really impressed with him. Good solid error. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you know, yeah, he was tiring at the end, but he, he's again, he's another one of these. He's barely played before he's come to mm. us and you think well he said he had what 14 appearances last season if that and probably half of them were on the subs bench yeah so a few think, minutes well, here and there just for the, the promise that he showed I mean they, it was a, a good solid 7 and 8 out of 10 performance from pretty much everyone but I was, just re- I was really impressed with him so yeah, yeah I'll go with Neto I think um, for, he's what 19 yeah. yeah, 19 years old terrifying total first day first start in the Premier League no fear I think the one uh, moment that I really enjoyed was uh, when Sace just smashed that um, corner away and he got onto it and um, went straight yes. from their corner on, onto an attack. Um, he used his right foot as well. I thought he was mm. just a total, you know, just for standing, but um, you could show that he could go on both sides. And with Jota not being around, you can see he's a good alternative, mm. which, I, which is promising. Dan? You have a look back at the fixture last season where we got absolutely manhandled at arm by Watford. Decore and Capua Capu- did, oh, did a right yeah, job yeah. on Neves and Martinho last season yeah, yeah. compared to Saturday where I thought Martinho run the show they just like I said they had a lot of touches on the ball but how effective there was I don't really remember them even having a, a shot of any sort of decent range it was passing for passing's sake yeah. a lot of the time mm-hmm. with them but does that speak volumes about Matinho having his bodyguard with him, I suppose, um, <laughs> in Dendonka. Because Dendonka didn't do much with the ball, but he obviously made a difference mm-hmm. in, you know, everything else that he, 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 that he did. He clocked up some miles. Yeah, he always yeah. does, yeah. but, you know, you can tell there was a, there was real cause for starting him in that game and uh, he matched him totally. So you're going for I'll Matinho? Go for, yeah. Awesome. And I think I'm going to go for Sace. He didn't get booked. And <laughs> that's commendable for him, I suppose. Honestly, I, I, when he went down injured, I thought, well, that's that's a concussion and he's not coming back. Um, but he came back and, if anything, he played better after that head injury than before it. What's not to love, Dan? Come on, mate. I, I, yeah, I'm, I've got some sort of... I don't, I don't know what the word is. There's a blind spot there. There's a blind spot where I just think he's, he's too much of a liability, but I should love his shit sorry. I just I haven't bought into his shit house really enough yet. Did he did he get did he bleed on Saturday? Is that why <laughs> he, he did, changed he, his shirt? I assume. Yeah, so, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't see any blood, and I just think if you saw blood, <laughs> then he'd be all over it. Yeah. Do the old wrestling, get the razor out. Yeah. I want to see proper blood. Oh, yeah. Not gone of the days of Terry Right, so that's Watford sorted. I think we should have a break there, then, gents. Right, 
Right, so on to the section. Well, try that again. And let's do some wondering to wondering to Gdansk territory. On Thursday this week, we have got Besiktas, which, after a quick Wikipedia search, I believe might be our first journey to Turkey as a club. Uh, Besiktas currently sat in 16th place, which is the relegation zone in their league, without a competitive win in five. Their last match was a 4-1 defeat to Trabzonspor. Guess who plays for them? Uh, with Liverpool loanee Loris Karius <laughs> having been signalled out, sorry, singled out for p- poor performances. Apparently, he had an absolute stinker and cost them at least two he had goals. A stinker in the Europa League as well. Um, when they lost four Bratislava, yeah. yeah, yeah. But and Daniel Sturridge is Trabs on sport, by the way. Oh, is he? Yeah. Did not know that. There you go. Fucking scouts get everywhere. Don't they? <laughs> <laughs> From Coventry, as it happens, but yeah. <laughs> Coventry. Yeah, yeah. I always thought she was a nephew of nephew of our favourite dean. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I only really remember him coming through at uh, Man City as a kid. Mm. Um, Any ideas on what we can expect in Turkey? Nice old laughy. (laughs) (laughs) It's all going to be the whole intimidation and all that stuff. But the vast majority of the squad have done this before, so it's only going to phase them. You look at the Mm. they've been to. If it, if they can get six thousand miles to Punic and get something there, yeah, the opposition's different. But the situation of being in that that kind of that stadium, so many miles away from home, yeah, there's a thousand Bulls fans going over over there, which is pretty amazing, really, considering all the uh, the um, John and a knife man threatening <laughs> us all. Mm. Um, but no, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, like I said earlier, I'm really looking forward to. It. I think it's going to be a, a really exciting, decent game. It's not going to be dull, um, but you look at it, these. A lot of these teams are there from you think of reputation and the name, rather than how good they actually are. Mm. I um, didn't realise we were doing that bad in the league. Obviously, yeah. having characters and help, but <laughs> he's gonna have a storm in there, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> I think they've won one this season, which was six Same games ago. Yeah. So then, basically, the walls of the Turkish league at the moment. Yeah, I think there was us. I think is it Braga have also had quite a poor start. Yeah. But Bratislava are doing all right. Yeah, I think Bratislava are kind of the. The United of their league, anyway. They're mm. they're, they're an absolute um, colossus in Slovakia, but um, Besiktas. I think you know if we look at the the way we treated the Torino game and the way we played against Torino, I don't think you know we we have cause to be intimidated by any team in the Europa League because um, we're a different proposition to a lot of teams that Besiktas will come up against. Um, Namely, you know, I'll go back to you know Adama, having someone like Adama Traore. Nobody in the Turkish league is going to be comparable to him, as an example. If we, you know, whichever fullback he comes up against, they're not going to be able to handle him. You know, there's there's almost a, a battle won before you've started the game there. As long as you start, obviously Traore. You know, going back to the Braga game, we didn't do that, and and I think you know he's a real asset to have in in the Europa League, um, and I think. From what I saw, they've lost a few players as well. Taliska's no longer there, obviously. This has been long gone. The only <laughs> player that I know is of any note is Kurozma. Uh, yeah, who's got to be at least. He's just Rabona's his way through. Yeah, games, he didn't it. play their last game when I looked at the team. So whether or not he's injured, I'm heavily 100%. quite a heavy Turkish um, kind kind of side. Whereas a lot of some some Turkish teams, I know Galatasaray got a big foreign influence in mm. in their squad. Um, just signed Falcao. 
Um, so I think there's plenty of reasons for optimism. Definitely. When I looked at the uh, the, the team, there was only four names that really stood out from the, the last game at the weekend. Burak Yilmaz. Yep. He's been I only really known from the World Cup and, and Euros. He's a, I a think, classic one and two captain, striker. Is he the captain? Maybe? I believe yeah. so. Um, they've got Georges Kevin Nkudu. Yeah. yeah who was at yeah, Spurs, Spurs and, yeah. and had a, a brief spell at uh, Burnley L- last loan season, Burnley didn't and he? played, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Germain Lentz, or Lance? Sunderland. Yeah, <laughs> who, who had half a season at Sunderland before uh, Big Sam decided he was shit and never picked him again. And they've also got Douglas, who we'd been linked with pretty much on and off for the last couple of years. I think, is he on loan from Barca or something? Barcelona? I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm. Is there any other players that we know of that are worth looking out for? I think that that says it all. I think you can you look at Besiktas and you think, well, Champions League midweeks, they were in there. Mm. Besiktas, Galatasaray, they were both up there. And you think, well, yeah. And then you look at well, this week, especially when Man United Arsenal played on Monday night on a Champions League week <laughs> because they're both so awful that they're playing on Thursdays. And it's the same with them. They've sunk to Europa League territory. And they're not what they were. No. Well, it was 10 years ago when Besiktas beat Man United at Old Trafford. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So that I suppose that's how far they've both fallen, really. Yeah. When you look at the way um, Cenk Dessoun has really floundered at Everton mm. as well, he was a proper talisman for Besiktas when they signed him. Um, there is a definite <laughs> calibre gap between the Turkish League and the Premier League. Mm. It's like dangerous Scotland. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in a way, yeah, p- perhaps. Oh, I'm not going to go that far. I think Pizik <laughs> uh, Das might give Celtic a run for their money, yeah. but it, it it will be the whole intimidation factor that we'll just have to deal with, and I don't think otherwise we've got you know any reason to fear anything. Hmm. Dan, are we going to be making any changes? No. You think you'll go with pretty much the same eleven? Team, yeah, I still think um, the Europa is his main objective. I think he wants that. Success to pad his CV out a bit more. Vallejo for Sais. He's playing in pretty much a, a Europa League stalwart for us. I, it wouldn't surprise me if he rings the changes for City because it's a, a no-win situation. Mm-hmm. So I think he might he'll go with the, the main bulk on Thursday and bring in the uh, the fringe players for City and park the boys like we did in the League Cup a few years ago. I did should have won as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think as well that um, you know, European competition obviously brings slightly different mentality. We're almost kind of under pressure because we lost our first game in the group. I think we need to get a positive result ASAP. You know, you, you've seen teams you know kind of eliminated, kind of at the halfway stage of a group mm. almost. Yeah, we, are, you we absolutely can't lose. Yeah. It's it's a really important game in, in terms of getting points on the board. Well, I suppose it's similar to the league, isn't it? You want to get that win on the board, get off the it is. the foot of the table and, and move up. And pretty much every team in our group will be looking at it thinking, hang on, we've got a chance of getting out of this. Um, yeah. Especially after Bratislava beat Besiktas and opened it all up because I think everybody thought Bratislava might have been the whipping boys. Mm. Um, so it's it's it really is up for grabs. We've just got to make sure we, uh, we stamp our authority on it as soon as possible. I thought... If we won our home games, that would be enough to get us through. So now that we lost against Braga, we've, exactly. we have yeah. to get a result against Besiktas. Exactly. You, know, well, so you want your three home victories and then a couple of draws, maybe. So, yeah, we do then, need yeah, to... Yeah, you're home and dry, really, then. But, yeah, it, it still disappoints me the way the Braga game went. And I've got back to Nuno's team selection on that. I think it was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, what are we thinking? Win, lose, or draw? Stu? I think we'll win 3 1. I think I've got, on the pitch, I've got no, no um, dates whatsoever. It's just that coping with the atmosphere thing, which you know, players like Martini and Patricia, when you saw you and Sace, hopefully, um, you think, no, we'll, it will be fine. So, yeah, 3 1. I'm really positive. Excellent. Gully? Yeah, I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win uh, by a couple. Mm-hmm. I'll, go, I'll go 2 0. Definitely. Yeah. Dan? I'll deflate the optimism and say a score draw. Two all. And I think <laughs> Sace will get sent off. <laughs> <laughs> Just got a feeling. Oh, he's Sace's kind of games, though, I think. Sace yeah, getting yeah. sent off in Turkey. He's got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the draw as well. I think we'll. Um, I know we've got the players who've got the experience there, but I still think it'll be quite a tough atmosphere. I think, yeah, I think one, might, one, well, two, two, something like that. I think me and you might actually be overestimating how good Pasiktas possibly are currently as well, because what, we, what you mentioned just the name and reputation of them of years gone by. But I, I can't really tell you many Turkish players apart from like Hakan Suker and but this Rustum, is the, thing. the Turkish the goalkeeper back in yeah. like, the, the early noughties. <laughs> the Turkish, he was in the Mummy as well, wasn't he? <laughs> I know what no, you want about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely. Oh, come on. There's the main. He's a spit. Yeah, he pretty much wins the the wharf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forget Brendan Foster. Yeah, yeah. He was the guy. Who it's Rushdu that guy. Yeah, he's definitely Rushdu. Rushdu Rukoba. Yeah, but then you look at the Turkish national team. It's fallen by the wayside as well. They're, they're not a good side. True, because they they were always a you know a, on the fringes of the top ten well, yeah. for yeah. so well, long. Semi final, the one. But yeah, yeah, it was uh, two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand two. Rivaldo. When Den old in his face. Yeah, they had an amazing side. Emray, um, mm. you know, they played for Newcastle. Two boy, two guy. What, what genius! Yeah, so I watched that semi final in the a pub opposite Edgebaston. My first and only. No, yeah, it was the first time I went to watch twenty twenty cricket. Great day. It's a little factoid there. <laughs> that is old. <laughs> I'd rather stick an anal suppository up my ass than watch cricket at any form. <sighs> was T twenty there in two thousand two? Yeah. Bloody hell. It was still called 2020. Right, okay. What is it now? T20 Blast. T20 Blast. The fuck? That what, sounds so drink, 90s. It? <laughs> it, it should be T20 Blast Extreme. Right? That's <laughs> awful. You go, you go and watch T20, it's really good. Do people oh, still it's win cricket though, innit? Prize if they catch a six in the crowd. Yeah, on, on certain occasions, yeah, they do. What's the prize? I've, I've seen you it get in to India go where they get, there's like a car sitting there waiting for us. Two complimentary tickets <laughs> yeah. to come back again. I'll be like, no, I'll just, I'm all right, thanks. <laughs> Leave the catch. Let <laughs> <laughs> it hit a kid behind me. Right, and then on Sunday, back to league matters. As she said, we've got the mighty Man City. <laughs> what we're currently struggling. Is it still nil-nil? To beat Dynamo Zagreb at home. And Kevin De Bruyne is currently injured. Is it? groin strain. Mm. Which hopefully oh will be out on Sunday. It's made of glass, eh? Absolutely made of glass. Oh, he's... They'll, they'll just use the, the magic potions again and get him back. Is that what they do? Yeah. Is it? Okay. <laughs> Last <laughs> season, didn't he like, do his like, cruciates? And he, he came back about three months before he should have come back, got injured, and then came back from that before the initial injury. Lewandowski's just scored an absolute great finish. I think that's the thing with with um, De Bruyne. If a mate who's a City fan, he said, "Oh, yeah, he's best in the world." When you can't be the best in your world in the world if you're injured after season every year, you just can't be. But it's only last year that he actually suffered with it. And but he's, mm. he's, he's just he's just got it in him. I don't know what it is with him. It's just he seems to be 
I don't know if he's tough enough. Yeah, I, I think he's, he's one of my favourite players in the world. I think he's unbelievable. Yeah, on his day, I think it's just the way he whips those balls talent. in from the right hand side, and he just picks players out like you know, it's it's like yeah. you know finishing your dinner. It's just it's just <laughs> so easy for him, so easy. His right foot. You know, people talk about oh, he's got a wand of a left foot. He has a wand of a right foot. Nobody ever says right foot to wands, but he's definitely got one. I think someone made the comment that was comparing who was the best crosser of the ball between him and Beckham. Yeah, Beckham's the better crosser. Because Kevin De Bruyne's crosses are pretty much they're like passes. There's no like sort of whip or curl around them. Literally just them so easy for him, he doesn't even need to like Beckham's crosses were set to be to fall at a certain area like between the goalposts. Whereas Kevin De Bruyne just puts it on a ten pence every time because he's that good. And they're all, they're always like But that makes him Worse yeah, than no, Beckham. No, no, no. <laughs> David Beckham was just more I was expecting something else at that point. David like, Beckham yeah. was just a more he was an out-and-out winger where Kevin De Bruyne can literally... He does that from anywhere on the pitch. David Beckham was like sort of in the air crosses, but I Kevin think... De Bruyne can put it along the floor from like 60 yards. Yeah. It's, it's like a free I think the pass. way Beckham used to kick the ball does a lot for him. He's like a weird, oh, slightly odd the, the old the arm... logo on his boot was like set yeah. up just, just the way... And the arm came the out and he was all like flashy with it. Don't know, he never like done the, the ligaments in his left ankle with the way he used to like crank his foot. Yeah, yeah, him. yeah. We all did it. It never worked. Yeah, no, it never worked. <laughs> no, if you bought a pair of Predators, you automatically had right. that, that ability. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the guarantee, yeah. wasn't it? The original ones with the yeah. proper rubber fins. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Really, there isn't much to say about Man City. We know everything about them. So my question, are they going to win the league <laughs> this year? They're already five points behind Liverpool. We, can we know it's very, very early. It, it, I think it hinges on Laporte's injury. Um him being out is a real um, blow to them because the drop off from him to someone like Otamendi or John Stones is vast mm. and they haven't got anybody else um, I think they might have a kid called Garcia or something who Guardiola's talked up but hasn't played yeah yeah um, he, he obviously always ends up selecting uh, Fernandinho sometimes <laughs> at centre half and you think like, really is that your next best option but at the moment, you know, it's Liverpool's to lose, I think. They're going to have to yeah. get company back because he's having a right stinker at Anderlecht. He's actually not the manager anymore, from what I understand. No, he's, he's really? only not manager yeah, yeah. on match days. Yeah, he, he doesn't manage. He's, he went as okay. a player manager and doesn't manage anymore. No, he's, st- he's still a player manager. But when it comes to actual match day duties, the assistant manager does everything. In the week, he's the manager. Does but then, all the training and whatever. But he, that's because he's playing, I'm assuming. Yeah, but they reckon like, he has no like signs in the subs or whatever on match day. That, got, that's right. Six so, points think, out of yeah. nine games since, since he took over. He's having a stinker. I play a manager on a Sunday, and trust me, it's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> it's almost as much of a nightmare as going to the Etihad after a trip to Turkey. <laughs> yeah, oh God, yeah. That's it's not ideal, is it? It really we, isn't ideal. We're, we're twenty to one to win. <laughs> it's not worth a five room. I'm no, sorry. No. Seven to one the draw, though. The situation is we've got a Troy, all right. So. The, who you hate, but now you love. I know, but he's just, <laughs> he's, the, he's the macro outlet and he's just, he's got everything. But it's just whether the, the stock's on the shelves on the day or not. Are we in danger? I quite like that. Benjamin Mendy shit himself last season when Traore came on. And Zinchenko isn't going to do any better against him either. We could have an absolute park the buzz and we could nick a 1-0 at Man City. And I still wouldn't bet five pen on 20-1. No. If Palace can win there last season. I can't see anybody else... Be more likely to win than we are, really. 
I don't see anybody else better equipped than us. We've we've been watching Man City at the corner of our eyes during this podcast, and their only chances that they've had, they've had about seven or eight Zagreb defenders in front of them every time. They get into good positions, but they just get blocked every time. If we can just stink the place out and go direct from our set pieces like we did against Braga... Oh, that, was, that surprised me as well. Mm. Going back to the Braga Port Europa game, we went really direct long throws and set pieces from deep. If we can do that against Man City, we could nick a goal. And I think you're maybe really underestimating how good one. we are, Dan. I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you remember drawing one-one to these lot at the start of last season? Yeah, but that was another game. And actually playing quite well. We could have won that game on another exactly, day. and mm. we played good football doing it. Yeah, we, we were there to set up to nullify teams and hit on the counter. It's just whether we can keep Man City at bay. If we can get a, if we can somehow nick a one nil, and then we've got eighty minutes just to park the boys, we're we're the team that can accomplish it. Yeah. I, I, going back to your point now, Liverpool win the league this season. I'm sorry to break it yeah. to everyone. It's I happening. Know. It's, it's there. I, I agree. They as ain't much gonna, as it pains who, who are they going to lose to? Us. <laughs> That's a, they'll lose to themselves again. It ain't happening again. I mean, the dream is that Virgil slips up and hands it to someone else. Much like Gerard did that season. I, I like but, Virgil though. It's, it's someone cool. else. It's okay, like, <laughs> early May. We'll hate myself saying this, but I'm I'm actually <laughs> fed up of Man City winning the league now. And yeah, you won't say that. Come if, if it wasn't Liverpool, you'd all agree that they are one of the most exciting teams to watch. I think you saw the game yesterday as to why it's only ever going to be <laughs> Man, Man City or Liverpool. Yeah. God. That was a yeah. rubbish that's game. Another thing going was shocking, back, wasn't it? The, the ambition of the club this season has really disappointed me because if it was ever a season, a club could have broke the top six or even the top four with just a bit of like heavy investment, this was a season. Because Man United and shit. Arsenal and just you don't know what Arsenal's going to turn up and Chelsea are still in a transition and I don't know whether their young players are good enough to break top four, yeah? Mm. If there was ever a season someone to break top four, Tottenham are all over the shop in the league. And off off the pitch as well, mm. if you read what and you believe. Yeah. Issues well. in and out of the, uh, <laughs> the club, yeah. Which, the if, if it was a season, it was this season. I'm really disappointed at the lack of um, investment. Win the, the Europa League, we're in the Champions League anyway. That's the way to think. The, the thing is, yes. the, the club was never going to go out and spend £120 million, which is probably what we'd need to spend to look at getting into the top four. Realistically, well, they said on that one thing that oh, I can't remember which podcast it was. It the transfer podcasting that um, that they didn't know they weren't going to commit to transfers because they didn't know where if we're in the Europa League or not, which seems a bit defeatist. Mm. But at the same time, they are an investment company; they know what they're doing. Yeah, um, and it was Torino around the same time, so that was a tough game at the time. And it really, what it, as it turned out, it was. But you think would they gamble? when they gambled a lot of money last season to get about two years ago to get us up I don't know I'm, I'm kind of 50-50 with it you think well they, well, they tried with Kessie and he just didn't want to come mm. so if we couldn't prove that we were in the Europa League to some certain players then you can't blame them I mean he might no. come out in the in the fullness of time and in a few years time that yeah we tried for these and these and these and they just sort of said no like Denver Barr and your Anki boy under Mick McCarthy <laughs> exactly <laughs> I mean, this is the the. Do you remember that? Don't know. This is the yeah, Premier League. Is that is? Yeah. Mick McCarthy yeah. went to sign Denver Bar, Johan Kiboye, and I think. From before they went to Newcastle. Yeah, he said yeah. it on Old Goal Club when oh, he was on. Really? 
and Morgan didn't want to pay the wages and then they ended up going elsewhere. Bloody hell. This is the problem anyway. I mean, to, as a bit of a side, this is the problem with closing the transfer window early for the Premier League when the rest of Europe carries on till the end of the month. I still don't fully understand the reasoning behind why they do that. They tried to get into the copy us and that's never going to happen. Is it? Well, no, because the system works better their way. The arrogance from RFA it's in regards to the transfer window and VAR is just... VAR was great bewildering. Perfect. Well, it did, it did its job yesterday, yes. Yeah, yeah it did. It did. And you know, how the, But how the linesman never saw it himself anyway, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was, yeah. yeah. That's shocking. I, I saw that, the still image of it and how a professional linesman can get it that wrong. Yeah. It's a good job Aubameyang didn't stop himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The United players did, but fuck them. But when you saw him going through, but, you I knew mean, he was going to There's no them. excuse. You play to the whistle, yeah. and they should know that. Even though Jeff Trees was trying to start a myth that the whistle had been blown. There was no whistle. <laughs> they just went <laughs> to prove no it later on. No, the whistle was blown when it was in the net. Yeah. Terrible. Anyway, yeah. So, Liverpool to win the league. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's difficult to say what we're going to do when we don't know what the team's going to be this Thursday, but... Are we expecting wholesale changes? No. I think it's not doing those ways. We ain't got enough players to do it. I'm saying we're going to. We ain't got enough players to unless he starts playing the kids. Which, from right, They're all injured. we did that in the League Cup, didn't like Conor Ronan and Courtney House at the time playing the game. When we went to penalties in the League Cup? Yeah. Yes. Conor Ronan played right wing back. Ben Marshall played, Ben Marshall played that day. Played 5-4-1, mm. if I remember. Yeah. Jack, Jack, Price was was Jack Price was unbe- uh, with Alfred Indai in the middle. The MLS yeah. goat. Well, he is. He's been- Did he see his goal? That was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. That, I'm not being funny. That's Mickey Mouse league to me. <laughs> you were seeing him do that. It was like a really strong pass, wasn't it, <laughs> yeah. to the bottom corner. They love him over there as well. Yeah. Really. You can't fault the lad. He's doing a good job of his set pieces and his sisters, isn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. You can't fault yeah, him. I'm bring, still thinking bring him back. for him. Yeah. He's <laughs> probably too good for that league. Got a lot of time for Jack Price. I know when we got to meet him, sure. Yeah, he, he, was, was a, he was a good lad. He was great. Really nice bloke. Would Glad he do a better job than well. Neves right now? <laughs> I'd do a better job than Neves right now. <laughs> 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 15 stone. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So. If you're a betting man, what bet are you going to put on for Saturday, Gully? Saturday. I Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> it is Sunday. It I is, yeah. was on Love Sport last night, and I don't like betting against Wolves, so I did say one-one. One-one. Hmm. Dan, <laughs> Stu. <laughs> I think. I think I'm, it's a weird one because I really, as long as we get the win on Thursday I couldn't care less I really couldn't care as long as we don't get hammered and humiliated we're, by we're, we're never going to get hammered we that's had 10 I mean. men last season and I went down 3-0 three now. Three, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen 5's the most under new now and that ain't going to happen again that was a fluke so I think last season there with Bolly having a having a mind drain incident again and getting sent off kind of ruined that game it was just all over from then on but I don't know <laughs> You can see them. it depends on tonight and all. If it if they don't get something tonight, they're going to come out and get absolutely good for us. Mm. Um, I don't know. Uh, two two nil loss maybe. Right. And I, I wouldn't be too deflated at that at all. <laughs> Dan, you had a think. I'll have a can I have a, a, a double bet, which is Man City to win and Sykes to get sent off. Okay, we'll have to have a look at the odds on that. 
My bet would be over two and a half goals, both teams to score. I think we'll get a goal. I wouldn't be overly shocked if we, we got a draw, to be honest with you. But I think he's maybe 2-2, two, two, I'm, I'm feeling. I, I don't know why, but we'll go for that. Right, Dan. I love the confidence that you wouldn't be overly shocked if we got a draw. <laughs> I mean, a high score. I say relatively. I've been bloody well pleased with this draw. To be fair, I would roin gigs down the street if we got a top off. If I hope you've got a hairy chest then. I have. Yeah. Oh, good lad. Good lad. Right, so it's time for Little Dan's big quiz. You got your questions ready, Dan? <laughs> Since when's it been called that? I don't know, but I thought it'd be earlier. Since today, and that's it'd be earlier. I thought that, that's the that's name. That's setting stone, Dave. Remember for next week. <laughs> Macro. <laughs> Are we typing is there literally in any macro still going? No, probably There's not. one in house over, isn't there? I don't know. Are we typing enough answers in or what? Yeah. 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 Here we go. Talk between yourselves while I take my glasses off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just in the questions and answers in the lens. Oh, someone actually <laughs> tried reading them off, the, off there. Uh, there's, there's been various questions <laughs> throughout this God, competition. Guys, make me sick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> oh, are we ready? We're ready. Let's put my pin back in there. Oh Shit, this is all I came for. On <laughs> if I don't go home with a win, are we on not Thursday, coming back? <laughs> on Thursday this week, Wolves travel to Turkey to face Besiktas in the group stage of the Europa League. But what Turkish team did former Wolves striker Kenny Miller play for after spells at Celtic, Derby, and Rangers? <sighs> Straight in there. Imagine a Scottish person talking Turkish. I don't think he did. <laughs> You'll have to ask him if he knows any any Turkish now. <laughs> have to get Kenny Miller on the um, on the podcast. I think that's probably. What, did you go skinhead there when? Uh, you know, because I can imagine he turned, he turned <laughs> yeah, into a nutcase yeah. like, over in Turkey. And he, then he uh, he had a skinhead um, when he was when he was shit for us after his injury. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, under Hoddle. Yeah. yeah. He stuck a, uh, a Scotland flag in the middle of the pitch after winning the Soon local derby. Have we got answers locked in? I have um, an answer. It's not right. I think I know the answer, but I can't, okay. I can't remember the name of the club. I'll go with you then first, Andy. I've just gone for Trabs on Sport. So what are you going for? Trabs on Sport. Trabs on Sport. Bursa Sport. The correct answer is Bursa Sport. That's the one I was trying to think of. Got yeah, one. Th- that was all I could remember. Was I've been doing my own work for Gully, who didn't know about the Wolves football hooligan earlier. <laughs> oh, that guy! That guy! <laughs> who the hell is that guy? Easy one. Get you all on the board. Who are the current sponsors of Besiktas? Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Hmm. We got an answer lock, Stu. Yeah. Andy. Yeah. Stu first. Vodafone. Gully. I've got it on my screen twice there. Andy. I've gone for Vodafone. You're all correct with Vodafone. That, that was a... Yeah, I wanted to get you pure guesswork that was as well. <laughs> In 2016, former Besiktas superstar Anderson Taliska oh, wow. <laughs> and Raul Jimenez <laughs> scored both goals for Benfica in their two-all Champions League quarter-final second leg against who? <sighs> Oh, oh, do you see the um, Raul de JC um, for Raw the other day where they had the, yeah, yeah, the director yeah. kicked, kicked him out of the stadium yeah. I said Jeff needs to take no because if <laughs> Talisca doesn't sign in January I'm turning up 
There was a, a blues fan that um, said that they were going to do the same to their chairman, and <laughs> they said, actually tweeted back <laughs> saying, "I'll be waiting for yeah, you." <laughs> Have we all got answers? Yeah. Yeah. Gully. Real Madrid. Stroke. Athletic Real Madrid. Andy Dortmund. The correct answer was Bayern Munich. Ooh, if you go onto YouTube and see Talisca's free kick he scored that night, you'll realise why we've got to sign him. Forget Nevers <laughs> on free kicks. He's the he's the future. Is he in China now? Yeah. He's just wasting away in China, <laughs> earning four million, <laughs> 4 million yen an hour until he makes his... There was rumours he had to go to China in order to get his work permit in order to sign for Wolves. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's that. what you want to believe. <laughs> that's, that's what I want to believe, yeah. In 2003... Wolves beat this Sunday's opponent, Man City at Molyneux, in the pissing down rain, thanks to a 1-0 headed winner by what Wolves player? Oh, I remember this. He absolutely pissed it down the rain that day. Chucked it down like something in a Jumanji. It was the first <laughs> win of the season. That Didn't they have David Seaman in goal as well? If you want to go into that much detail, to have a fellow contestant, you crack on. I think they did. It was the Thomas Cook kiss as well for them. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Okay. Um, and if 2003 yeah oh I haven't got an answer I okay. don't know Stu can't think <laughs> I don't think that's right but Everson Gully set the point Colin Cameron correct answer was Colin Cameron I think Gully's running away with this lad he's, he's, he's in it pull it up now doing my own work on the 30th of October 2010 Wolves beat Man City 2-1 at Molyneux thanks to goals from Milias and dangerous Dave Edwards but who replaced Matt Jarvis in the 88th minute as Mad Mick tried to shore up the defence? 2010? Yep. 30th of October 2010. Adebayor for City. Milias equaliser. Dave Edwards winner. Who came on the 88th minute for Matt Jarvis? <coughs> Andy? Stephen Mayakolo? Stroop? <laughs> Halford? Gully? Yeah, La Van Damme. The correct answer was Stephen Moyakolo. Oh. No! Oh. Great answer. That was a good answer. I completely forgot about him. He was injured pretty much all the season. Didn't he play like two games? He was, he had, and he was shite. He had a good little spell for Hull. I think he scored yeah, against he's Chelsea he's the he's one game and then like he was just terrible for us. A bit like Bischoff. Okoronko actually had a good game. He just never played. Yeah. <laughs> in August last year, Man City were held to a one-all draw at Molyneux after a run of how many consecutive away victories? They were on a corker of a run. And then they turned up at Molyneux. And Is this nearest wins or you got to get the right number? What? What? I don't know. It's Is it nearest yeah. or no? Exact. You've got to get the exact. No, so whoever gets, if you get the exact, you win the point. So away wins win specifically. Just away wins. Consecutive away victories. Okay. The answer's in the question. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, uh, seventeen. Stroop, nine. Gully, fourteen. The correct answer was seven. <sighs> Seven. Clearly overestimated yeah. how good they are. When he said Corker, I yeah. thought, oh, I wonder if he's including seven everything. Seven away victories. That's, that's pretty good going. Yeah, I it ain't like weird. They only did they win fourteen or fifteen games on the bench last season when they won the league at the end. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah so when you think that. about that, compared to yeah. just away victories, who scored more league Brilliant. goals for Wolves out of former Man City players, Jolene Lescott and Mark Kennedy? <laughs> There's one goal in it. 
Serious? <laughs> of course serious. there is. That's a good question, actually. If it was assist, Kennedy would have run away with it. Of course. But it's purely league goals. You know what? That's interesting. Is he, is he, if he's double bluffing, yeah. or if he's yeah. just being factual. Yeah. That's, that doesn't sound like me. And he was a big Kennedy Kennedy fan, weren't you? He's my, mm. he, I had number 11 on my Dorito shirt because of him. Our super João Felix and Joao Felix Atletico Madrid in front. We ready, guys? Yeah. Andy, because of your love for the man, I've gone for Mark Kennedy. Stu, and for that reason, I've said Les Scott. Gully, I've said Kennedy. The correct answer was Les Scott. Ooh. Thirteen goals, Kennedy twelve. He only scored twelve goals. Yep, but he only scored world as if you he remember. Did. He did. It was when. Uh, they tried to convert him to a defensive midfielder. That Under was Huddle. just... Under Huddle. Yeah. captain. It just didn't work. Darren Anderson. <laughs> him, Anderton and Ince against Man United in the <laughs> FA Cup. And we have Martin Davis sat on the bench. Let me just do a quick number count. Gully got that one right. Gully got that one right. Didn't get that one. Got that one. That's three. Three, two. Three, two, two. One. Yeah. Three, two, two or three, two, one? I think Andy... We all got Vodafone. You got Moya Carlo. You got Moya Carlo, yeah. Three, two, two. So you need this one, guys to take it to a tiebreaker Manchester City themed movie there's only one Jimmy Grimble came out in 2002 but who knocked us out of the League Cup that year <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant <laughs> oh dear god 2002 you just you just guess anyone from League 2 so is that yeah. the season we got promoted then I'm assuming yeah, it is. The year before. <coughs> Andy? Rochdale. Stu? Cambridge. Gully? Grimsby. The correct answer was Rotherham. Oh, God. The game finished 4 all. Oh, we lost there. five. Sure, Newton missed a penalty. If you can find anyone listening to this podcast, if anyone can find the footage of Rotherham's own goal from that night, <laughs> please send it in because it's one of the greatest goals in history. Do you remember what happened? In, in regards As to in that goal. goal, yeah, yeah. That's why I want footage of it so everyone oh. else can enjoy it. It, it, it's, it gets the ball about six yards out under no pressure and just batters it in top right hand corner it'll be on the, se- the floor it'll be on the season review DVD You'll I'll find, I'll find it later and we still lost probably still got it <laughs> four each we lost on penalty sure Newton blaze one over remember I was there pissed down we went through a period of time where we just kept losing to like league oh. one and two teams didn't we and the, the worst one was Rotherham at the Don Valley <laughs> that nil nil lost on penalties Craddock missed the penalty that night the last uh, the toy break this week was what is Matt Doherty, Doherty's Overall score on the latest FIFA 20. You've been watching the videos. <laughs> yeah, but I made sure you didn't. It wasn't to do with Adama moaning about his physicality or Bennett's pace. You had to pause it to see his overall score. That's how knob and noncy I am when it comes to this quiz. <laughs> well, if you played a proper game, and this wouldn't count. Yeah. It wouldn't because you got plenty of. But if PS, that. Man, it just goal. shows how much money's in the Premier League that EA can just force teams to go through their <laughs> players' cards instead of pro. It's all to do with marketing. Yeah, the, the real people know how great pro is, and always will. <laughs> I'm I'm willing to give pro um, a go. You need the demos, eh? 
Yeah, I've got to my PlayStation on, and I don't know whether there's enough dust in it at the moment. <laughs> uh, it literally hasn't been turned on for about a year now. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking for good offers for my PS4. If you want to tweet in, <laughs> um, the answer was seventy-eight. It was seventy-eight. Seventy-six. I went seventy-six. That's why Gully won the quiz. He mm. even got that right. He knows it all, doesn't he? He's on fire, the lads. That's it. You're right. You're having me back this season now because I've won. <laughs> <laughs>